It's time now for Empowered Family Talk with Francita Hallris. Empower your family with the dynamic new book by Francina Hallris, Our Sixth Sense and Purpose, The Power in Knowing Who You Are. It's the book that gives you insights into life's problems. Francina Hallris is an author, motivational speaker, and national broadcaster who believes the answers to your problems lies within the knowledge that was once traditionally passed down by families. But that knowledge has been short-circuited by today's faster pace. The book, Our Sixth Sense and Purpose, The Power in Knowing Who You Are, brings that accumulated wisdom to the problems that all families face. You'll find your copy of Our Sixth Sense and Purpose, The Power in Knowing Who You Are at Amazon and at Better Bookstores. Empower your life with the dynamic new book, Our Sixth Sense and Purpose, The Power in Knowing Who You Are by Francina Hallris. May the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. It's family time, and welcome back, listeners. Listeners, our new leadership learning series continues, quote, a life in transition, unquote, on our pathway forward. And listeners, today's focus is the transition to God's incorruptible seed, part two. This is the question becomes, in order to appreciate God's divine harvest in our lives, we must understand God's conditions for his incorruptible seed and its sower. Amen. And we pray, listeners, that the incorruptible seed sown in your heart today will take root and grow to manifest our Heavenly Father's harvest in you. Amen. Now, listeners, we're going to continue part two of our colleague Aaron Popovichek out of uh, 11-11-2015, The Incorruptible Seed. Harvesting God's Word in Your Life, Part 2. And from last week, uh, listeners, these are the questions I believe God wants you to be able to answer from last week's broadcast is this. Are you encouraged? Just eight months and there is merely a vulnerable sprout. Are you encouraged? What kind of seed has God planted in your heart? And what is that he's called you to do, listeners? What has he spoken to you? What is the seed of his word in your life destined to produce? And lastly, listeners, what is the condition of the soul in your heart? So listeners, with all this in mind, she writes, I now want to carefully review, let's notate, the parable of the sower. Now listeners, let's lay a foundation of understanding, she writes, So we can fully cooperate with what Christ is teaching us here. For your reference, you can find the parable listeners of the sower in three different gospel accounts. Let's notate Matthew 13, 18 through 23, Mark 4, 14 through 20, and Luke 8, 
11 through 15. Now, listeners, for this broadcast, we're going to talk about, and uh, we're going to quote from the book of Mark, the book of Mark, listeners, and we're going to read as such, quote, hearken, behold, the scriptures speak here, listeners. There went out a sower to sow, and it came to pass as he sowed, some fell by the wayside. And the fowls of the air came and devoured it up, and some fell on stony ground, where it had not much earth. And it immediately, it sprang up, listeners, because it had no depth of earth. Listeners, when the sun was up, it was scorched. And because it had no root, listeners, it withered away. And some fell among thorns, and the thorns grew up, and choked it, listeners, and it yielded no fruit. And other fell on good ground, listeners, and it did yield fruit that sprang up and increased and brought forth some 30 and some 60 and some 100. And he said unto them, He that hath ears to hear, let him hear. Let's notate, listeners, and when he was alone, they that were about him with the twelve asked of him the parable. And he said unto them, listeners, notate, quote, unto you it is given to know the mystery of the kingdom of God. But unto them that are without it, all these things are done in parables. That seeing, they may see and not perceive, listeners. And hearing, they may hear and not understand. Least at any time, listeners, they should be converted and their sins should be forgiven them. And he said unto them this, Know ye not this parable? How then will you know all parables? The sower soweth the word, listeners. And these are they by the wayside where the word is sown. Amen. But when they have heard, listeners, let's notate, Satan cometh immediately and taketh away the word that was sown into their hearts. And these are they likewise which are sown on stony ground, listeners, who when they have heard the word, immediately it with gladness they received it and have no root in themselves and so endure but for a time and afterwards listeners when affliction or persecution ariseth for the word's sake immediately they are offended and these are they which are sown among thorns listeners such as hear the word and the cares of this world and the deceitfulness of riches and the lust of other things entering in choke the word, listeners, and it becometh unfruitful. Amen. And these are they which are sown on good ground, such as hear the word, and they receive the word, and they bring forth fruit. Some 30-fold, some 60, and some 100 listeners. And let's notate 30 listeners. 
And he said unto them this, quote, Take heed what ye hear. With what measure ye meet, it shall be measured to you. And unto you that hear shall more be given. For he that hath to him shall be given. And he that hath not, listeners, for him shall be taken even that which he hath. And he said, quote, so is the kingdom of God, listeners, as if a man should cast seed into the ground and should sleep and rise at night and day and the seed should spring up and grow. He knoweth not how it grows, listeners. For the earth, listeners, bringeth forth fruit of herself. First the blade, then the ear, after that the full corn in the ear. But listeners, when the fruit is brought forth, immediately he put it in the sickle, because the harvest is come. Mark 4, 3 through 20, listeners. And we'll be right back. Thank you for listening to Empower Family with Francina Horace. With your donations, we are able to bring you God's Word. You can go to www.coachtafoundation.com and press donate. That's www.coachtafoundation.com. Don't forget that God is always in your corner. Now, listeners, welcome back. And let's notate on the final part of the rendering is what is the condition of your heart? I can relate to this, she writes. Every type of soul that's outlined here at some point in my life. I think we all can because we're all growing in Jesus Christ. However, listeners, it's the, quote, good soil, unquote, that God wants us to focus upon. Creating that kind of soul, listeners, is our goal here. And after reading this parable, listeners, I am going to trust that you already know which category you fall into. The Holy Spirit is well able to reveal it. He's able to reveal that to you. Perhaps it's not only one, but a combination of several, listeners. Whatever the condition of your heart is, listeners, I believe God wants you to reach your optimal potential for the seed he's planted within you. What that means is creating the type of soilless that will provide an environment where God's incorruptible seed can yield the greatest fruitfulness possible, which is marked by the, quote, 100-fold, unquote, return. Let's make a note that Christ is going to wait. He's going to wait patiently for the harvest before he reaps what he's sown in you and me. He's not into premature reaping, listeners. It's simply not going to happen. And although it may take some of us longer than others to yield the crop, patience and perseverance are always keys to the kingdom. Amen. See Matthew and the Luke parables, listeners. 
If you'd like to be a guest speaker on a Power Family, give us a call at 904-234-6970. That's 904-234-6970. Let us help us get your business out to the world. Now, welcome back, listeners. Let's notate how growth is achieved. Let's talk about how that growth happens, listeners. We're after maximum multiplication here, listeners. If you take a tender seed, providing it all the right ingredients to produce, you're going to watch it over and over diligently. It's very vulnerable to the elements and to the fowls of the air, listeners. The careful tending it requires is necessary for it to reach maturity, listeners. And once that maturity is reached, it then yields seed by which it can reproduce and hence the multiplication, listeners. Now, listeners, if God has called you to do great things, I believe it's safe to say you may have an oak tree within you that will take some time to develop. Get ready to be patient, listeners, and get ready to persevere. That doesn't mean you get to sit back and do nothing, listeners. We have an obligation to nurture and care for what God has planted within us. It's much like a pregnant woman who cares for an unborn child, listeners, who is developing in her womb. Listeners, we are laborers with God. We have a responsibility toward the seed planted within us. We have to water it, listeners, and nurture it. Quote, I have planted Apollos waters, but God gave the increase. Amen. I have planted Apollos waters, but God gave the increase, listeners. So then, neither is he that planteth anything, neither he that watereth, But God, listeners, gives the increase. Now he that planteth and he that watereth are one, listeners. And every man shall receive his own reward according to his own labor. For we are laborers, listeners, to gather with God. Ye are God's husbandry. Ye are God's building. 1 Corinthians 3, 6 through 9, the King James Version, listeners. Listeners, you may feel the seed sprouting within you, the baby kicking, and the shoot stirring beneath the soil. Yet without any external evidence of what has been planted within you. Listeners, we must rejoice at these stirrings. They are very real. That is the seed at work. Amen. It's active within you, listeners. And yes, you can indeed feel it. In like matter, listeners, when the baby stops kicking, you know there's a problem. And when the seed is active, listeners, you're going to sense it. Those deep, heartfelt, internal stirrings are signs of life. Nurture that seed during every stage of development, listeners. Seeking God. 
in how to water that seed appropriately. This is because although we'd like to think we can cause that increase, we cannot. Christ makes this clear in his parable, and so does Paul in his epistle. Only God can cause the increase or growth, listeners. Only God can cause the increase or growth. We have one responsibility, listeners, and that is to water that seed as God instructs us. Now, listeners, the water of God's word is what will nurture the seed of God's word. Let's notate Isaiah 55, 10 through 11. The King James Version reads this, For as the rain cometh down, and the snow from heaven, and returneth not whither, what watereth the earth, and maketh it bring forth and bud, that it may give seed to the sower, and bread to the eater. So shall my word be that goeth forth out of my mouth. It shall not return unto me void, but it shall accomplish that which I please, and it shall prosper in the thing whereto I sit it. Now, listeners, in every season, God is faithful to bring forth his word. Hence the reference to rain spring, and snow, winter. Standing God's words, listeners, is the key to keeping the soul of your heart soft and spiritually moist. I believe that this is why many believers become discouraged, listeners. We do all we can to try and produce a harvest while neglecting to water the seed. And listen, the truth is the seed is not going to grow any quicker than God determines. We, you and I, cannot cause the growth. Only God can, listeners. But we can water it and care for it by doing the following. And we'll tell you those followings when we get back. You've been listening to Empowered Family Talk with your hostess, Francina Haldress. Be sure and join us next week and every week at this time for the program that brings you practical answers to the questions of the 21st century. Now this is us notate. We can water that seed and care for it by doing the following. Let's notate number one, listeners, persevering in prayer and intercession. Number two, watering the seed of his word with his word in prayer. Number three, walking in faith, which is demonstrated through the mutual and concurrent obedience of our actions and words, listeners. And number four, guarding our hearts against anything contrary that would choke, steal, or cause the seed to wither away. Number five, staying spiritually fit and healthy, listeners. That means a tight relationship with Christ and other believers of like heart and kindred spirit. And number six, finally, listeners, being ready for that harvest. Because Christ said himself that once the full ear is ripe, harvest has come. And he throws in the sickle immediately. And there is no delay, listeners. 
So be ready for that moment of mature fruitfulness in your lives. Thank you for listening to Empower Family with Francina Horace. With your donations, we are able to bring you God's Word. You can go to www.coachtafoundation.com and press donate. That's www.coachtafoundation.com. Don't forget that God is always in your corner. Now, welcome back, listeners. In our close message here with uh, Miss Erin, we notate the measure you meet. The measure you distribute or measure out. Let's notate Mark chapter 4, 24 through 35, listeners. Take heed what you hear. With what measure ye meet, it shall be measured to you. And unto you that hear shall more be given. For he that hath, to him shall be given. And he that hath not, for him shall not. And it shall be taken that which he had. This one verse, listeners, has caused unnecessary anxiety in many believers. Yet is a key part to understanding this process. Try as we might, listeners, we can't make ourselves grow. Only God can do that. But what we can do, listeners, we can steward what he plants within us wisely. Part of that stewardship, listeners, means cultivating a nutrient-rich soil that will maximize the potential of the seed he's planted within you and me. That's the measure you want to meet, which will determine your fruitfulness. You're going for 100-fold, listeners, right? Who would plant a seed and want anything less than its fullest potential or maximum yield, listeners? Don't settle for less than what God's word can produce in your life, listeners. When you are faithful with what God has given you, listeners, he will grant you more. But if you're not faithful with what he's entrusted, he reserves the right to remove it, at least for a time. That is severe mercy which he grants for our sake, listeners, because he is obligated to judge us with regard to our stewardship of his investment in us, listeners. And if we can't handle it well, it's to our advantage that he remove it until we can. He'll then give us alternative opportunities to grow and prove ourselves until we're ready, listeners, for that harvest. Now, listeners, his withdrawal is very painful. And if you've ever experienced it, it can be devastating. That is not to say his withdrawal is permanent, listeners. Our Father God is obligated to teach us proper stewardship of his gifts. This is how we grow and mature. He would rather wait than give you something he knows you'll mishandle. Because he'll be obligated to judge you in that mishandling. Therefore, listen, in his love and wisdom, he reserves the right to withhold the harvest. No loving parent, listeners, would entrust a child with something of great eternal value when they know they do not possess the maturity, the skill, 
or abilities necessary to steward it wisely. This is poor stewardship on the part of the parent. And it, it's an injustice to the child because the expectations are unrealistic listeners. Unless there is proper teaching, the child is being set up to fail. Listen, a wise and loving parent would instead patiently rear them by preparing their child to steward their gifts that want them to eventually receive. God does no less the very same listeners. As such, God gives unto us, according to our, quote, several ability, unquote. And as we all know, listeners, we are each unique individuals with very different gifts and abilities. To read examples of proper stewardship, please see the parable of the talents in Matthew 24, 14 through 30. With regard to the manner in which Christ judges each steward, listeners, you may also review Christ's address to the church of Ephesus. In Revelations 2.5, wherein he warns them of removing their candlestick unless they repent. All these things let us remember that Christ rebukes, disciplines, and chastises those he loves as sons and daughters. See Hebrews 12, listeners. Therefore, listeners, how you receive the word he's given you will determine its yield. This comes back to the condition of your heart because the manner in which you hear will ultimately determine, listeners, the measure you are able to meet toward his word. The roots of his seed must find soil in which to anchor deep, listeners. That soil needs to be rich, fertile, and healthy if the potential for fruitfulness is going to be maximized. Anything that would possibly choke Ophian and steel listeners must be overcome and removed. And if such things are found, God can help you do that successfully, listeners. Let's be thankful for what God entrusts to you, however small or insignificant it may seem, listeners. Handle it wisely and steward it well. Also be grateful, listeners, for those small beginnings. Recognize those tender shoots that you see sprouting and their ultimate potential. Amen. Listeners, let's take great care with that increase he gives us because the full potential of the seed he's planted within you is yet to be realized. The greater the seedlessness, the greater the perseverance and patience that will be required of you to see it to fruition. That is the measure, listeners, you must be prepared to meet, distribute, or measure out. And in our close, listeners, let's notate a mighty oak tree takes a long time to grow. He is faithful to provide the increase. If we will be faithful to believe, receive, and persevere unto that great harvest time. And he is faithful to add more listeners when we are proven to be the faithful and wise stewards of his investments in our lives. Be encouraged, listeners. God does not plan his word in vain. You are most worthy of his investment 
in you. And you are most worthy, listeners, of yielding his harvest abundantly. Amen. Our closing poem today, each of us did the work the Lord gave us. I planted the seeds in your hearts and Apollos watered it, but it was God who made it grow. It's not important who does the planting or who does the watering. What's important is that God makes the seed grow. The one who plants and the one who waters work together with the same purpose and both will be rewarded for their own hard work. Amen. Now, listeners, until next week, same time, same station. I am Francina Tate Horace, your hostess. Francina Hallress on Empowered Family Talk. Tune in next week 